You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th, hosted by Kevin Hart. The seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Thank you for listening to this Belly Up Sports Podcast Network product. Some said we go belly up, so we made it our name, and we're still here. Is no credentials required covering sports around the mighty 518. Part of the Belly Up Sports Podcast Network in association with Godzilla Media. Here is your host, Ryan McCarthy. All right. We're not on mute and let the weekend begin. The long weekend, Liberty Day weekend. Hello, everyone. Welcome to. The No Credentials Required Friday Happy Hour presented by Belly Up Sports, an association locally here in the Albany area with Godzilla Media. Before we dive into tonight's episode, just want to remind you, first of all, to go to our social media channels, which are right down here below on Twitter and Instagram at BellyUpNCR, Facebook.com forward slash Belly Up Sports NCR and YouTube. No credentials required for you watching on YouTube. If you're watching on YouTube, if you're watching on Facebook, if you're watching on Periscope and Twitter, leave a comment. Leave a comment during my uh, during the during tonight. I uh, uh, got a little do a little haircut, a little bit of beard trim. I'm wearing my Jets shirt because it's almost it's this close. We're this close, folks. We're this close to the NFL starting, but college football week one officially begins this weekend. I'm excited for that. And the CFL, it's and for my Canadian friends who are watching or listening or watching, it's rivalry weekend. So provincial and regional rivalries are abound. I'm looking forward to watching copious amounts of football this weekend. But we're gonna get things started. We're gonna get things started right. So let's go ahead and start with our beer of the week. It's actually not gonna be a beer, it's gonna be apple cider. Apple Bombshell, which is from Three Brothers Wineries, 
located in Geneva, New York. So Western New York, we're representing you tonight. Uh, I usually try to do a local beer. Local beer. Um, it's it's funny, like this time of year, it's all the October October fests and the pumpkin beer come out. And while the Lord has said, um, "Let there be winter," let there be fall, uh, autumn weather in the Northeast <laughs> after that hurricane, after the remnants of Hurricane Ida came through this past week. Um, lots of prayers to those in, this, in New Orleans who are who are trying to survive. Uh, people who are affected and with the flooding. You know, with the wind damage, I guess some people are out of power for a month. That's really sad. Um, I'd like to do something about it. Maybe we could donate some money, donate some uh, supplies. Um, New York City had their own share of uh, troubles with the flooding. And I guess there was a story that Mark, uh, that um, that John Sterling got pulled from his car uh, by his, by his, uh, by his uh, Spanish announced partner, uh, Ricky Ricardo. Like he got caught in the storm and in the floods and, he, uh, you know, he had to be pulled from his car by his by his co by his uh fellow by his fellow uh, broadcaster. So, but anyway, going back, New York ciders. It's cider. It's cider season as well. You know, weather's getting cooler. So I went with the uh, Three Brothers Winery. So I went with their Apple Bombshell Hard Cider with the Bombshell Very Leggy, <laughs> the Bombshell uh, Old 1940s Pinup type uh type of uh can it's really i mean some people might say it's sexist but what if it was a woman who designed this can mm-hmm. mm. that's right just right back, right back at you all right so let's dig into this at your sound for the weekend grab my co-host here as always my mason jar let's give it a pour Ooh, now that color you don't see ordinarily in a cider nice and clear it's pretty clear i mean definitely tell a winery made it but i've had their uh raspberry cider before uh it's got uh, the right amount of tart which is kind of funny because of the can <laughs> because of the pinup on the can but anyway folks cheers oh i also gotta give an extra shout out uh this past summer if you notice the uptick in clips on Twitter and on Instagram of audio clips of the show of, of past podcasts, which uh, again, the podcast form you can find on Wednesdays when I do long interview segments uh, talking about local sports. And this format is just having a beard talking national sports of the week. But, um, but no, um, if you notice an uptick in a lot of posts on Twitter and Instagram, uh, I'll also go to the Facebook page for that. They were made by uh, our int- one of my interns here at Belly Up Sports. My intern this this summer was Justin Beck. Justin did yeoman's work. He was awesome. He was absolutely awesome. He helped create some graphics. He helped create clips. He was on top of things in the social media side. Uh, he got to know. He had to watch some arena football for the first time because he watched the uh, NAL championship game which was here in Albany and uh, it was a seeing him kind of saying, Hey, this is pretty fun to watch. Just made me, made me proud. (laughs) So I want to give a special shout out to Justin. He did a hell of a job as my first ever intern for no credentials required. I didn't think I would need one, but they're so invaluable. So I want to send a special shout out to him and give him the heftiest of cheers 
to Justin. Best what I guess this is last this is his last semester at James Madison University. But I'll give him a reference. Heck of a job. Justin, here's to you. Here's to all of us who survived and made it to the weekend, the long weekend. Uh the uh uh Labor Day weekend. So to, to all our everybody who's watching, all one of you, cheers. Ooh, I that wearing Ken. That quite is the right amount of tart. And New York apples, too. I mean, how about them apples? <laughs> All right, we're going to do a quick commercial break on the Godzilla, for the Godzilla Media side. We've got this word from Mohawk Honda. We'll come back in just a moment. Stay tuned. Hello, dear listener. Before the episode resumes, I wanted to tell you about one of our sponsors here at Godzilla Media, and that is Mohawk Honda. Sure, every dealer wants your trade-in right now. There is a shortage of inventory in the market, so you trade it in and get money in your hands. Now what? They don't have anything for you to buy. At Mohawk Honda, not only will they give you top dollar for your trade-in, but they have acres and acres of inventory for you to choose from. They have the largest inventory of vehicles in the region, and that means you can choose the one that's right for you. Sure, some of their dealers talk about their values, but at Mohawk Honda, they would rather show you their value in selection, but most importantly, value in how you're treated at Mohawk Honda. Don't feel pressured into buying something from another dealer because that's the best they can do for you. Come to Mohawk Honda and buy the vehicle that you deserve. Their vast selection of certified pre-owned vehicles is guaranteed to fit your needs and your lifestyle, not the other way around. I can tell you from personal experience that this is so true. As last spring before the shutdown, I was helped out by Evan, one of their awesome sales team members, and he helped me pick out my certified pre-owned 2016 HRV that was the right price for me. This summer, selection is king, and no one has more to choose from than Mohawk Honda, where they always go out of their way to please you. And tell them that Ryan McCarthy from the No Credentials Required podcast sent you. All right, so thanks to Mohawk Honda for giving us a sponsor on the uh, on the Godzilla Media side. Uh, like I guess in the commercial, I bought my car there. Great car. I recommend you go in there if you're in the 518 area. Uh, take a drive. It's in uh, it's in Scotia at uh, uh, on Freeman's Bridge Road. Take the drive. It's worth it. All right. So before we get into the meat of this episode, I wanted to do a memoriam to my friend uh, Mark Vasto. Uh, many of you may or may not know who Mark Vasto is, or should I say was. Uh, he was a friend of mine from an online community uh, that we were both in, and we, we always had interesting discussions on sports. We never saw eye to eye on Gina Carano. Uh, I thought she was screwed by Disney, and he said she, she took a few many, too many knocks to the head during her MMA career, which kind of, uh, you know, which uh, kind of led her to posting stuff online that debatably you should have. She may have, may or not should have, but also when we talked about the awful fight between Logan Paul and Floyd Mayweather, I said I would pay, I would have paid no more than five dollars to see that travesty. He saw it for free. He lived in Atlantic City. He went to Atlantic City. He saw it for free. Um, Mark passed away on my birthday, and none of none of us in our online community knew that he was that ill. Uh, but from reading his obituary. Mark lived a full life and I'm, I'm going to get into my faith a little bit and, you know, it may, it may turn off some viewers, might turn off some listeners. I really don't care. It's my show. It's my format, but 
but Jesus tells us to to live life that he that Jesus tells us that he gives us life and that we may live it to the full. And Mark lived the fullest life. <laughs> uh, just reading from his obituary. I mean, he started his own newspaper in Kansas City. He started his own newspaper. I mean, that's amazing. He worked for Gordon Ramsay. He worked for Gordon Ramsay's restaurants. I mean, how amazing is that? He was a beat writer. That's how we got to know each other from sports. He watched my stuff and he said, yeah, you're doing a great job. Um, I, I well, my one regret is I, I wish I would have had him on, on uh, this format or on around for the weekend when I had it back then. That was the one regret I had. But he he was a beat writer uh, for Hearst newspapers, and in in Kansas City he wrote he did the beat right he did the beat for the Chiefs and the Royals, in Atlanta he did the did the beat for the uh, Braves and the Falcons, and I guess he eventually settled down in Atlantic City or New York City. And he worked with the charities of St. Catherine's Siena. Uh, and what he would do is that he would distribute blankets to the homeless. And it was when it was really extremely cold, he would bring them to shelter. I mean, that's how that's how much he loved the people in his community and loved and loved God. And he would always and always in our community, he would always talk about his week his fun weekends around the city and how he would play he would play a game of wiffle ball with some random people, or he would uh, sing with the buskers and joked about his misadventures with his, with his landlord. And though I never got the chance to meet him in, in, in person, I had the feeling that he and I would have been pals. We would have been, we would have been great friends and, you know, I won't, I'll no longer have the chance to do that in life, but I'm going to miss him in our online community though. And I have no doubt I'll see him again. Uh, hopefully in another life, I'll see him again and, We'll joke about, we'll argue about Gina Carano and make fun of the Logan Paul, make fun of exhibition boxing fights. <laughs> Maybe play a little wiffle ball, but I'm going to miss that guy. So cheers, brother. Here's to you. We'll see you someday. Moving on to what I was t- going to talk about tonight originally, and that was the uh, NFL, pre- my NFL preview. And last year I... I uh, did a special with Cer- my buddy Matt Cerniak. We uh, he was formerly of Belly Up Sports. He's now with I think the Finsider for USA Today or uh, or SN Nation, SB Nation. Can't remember which one. I know he's uh, writing about his beloved Dolphins, and we did five minutes each on each division in the NFL, and that's what I'm planning to do tonight. Go through each division. We went. We went through each division in the span of five minutes, and we talked about who was going to be the class of that division, how our teams would do, how other teams. How it was just. It was a. It was a pretty cool format, and I'm going to do it again this year. I've got 40 minutes <laughs> to spend talking about every division, and then capping off, capping it off with uh, my Super Bowl predictions. So let me go ahead and set the clock. I'm going to set my clock to five minutes. Which I got right here on my phone. So let's start with the AFC East. And here's who I have in order of finish. I have Buffalo finishing in first place. I got Miami in second place. I've got New England in third. And I got my beloved New York Jets in fourth place. Now, Buffalo is the class of division right now. Buffalo proved to everyone uh, that far and away, they are the best team in that division. And... 2019 was kind of the the bar that was set 
And I thought I thought they were going to be in trouble because of what happened in their playoff game in 2019 against Texas against uh, Houston, when they basically collapsed in the fourth quarter and they went up losing in overtime. They bounced back from it, and good for them. I mean, it's a it was a and it was weird COVID season with nobody, no fans in the stands. You had canned, uh, you canned audiences that made it feel like a video game rather than a live audience. Buffalo went out and kicked ass, took names, and took that division. And it, and it went up being, I think, I think they were they went perfect in that division. I think they went six and zero because they obviously beat my Jets twice. <laughs> they they beat New England twice, the once in, in the uh, very close finish in Buffalo, and then they absolutely slaughtered them on Sunday. I think it was a Monday night game, and then they beat Miami twice. Even with even with their starters on their bench in their final game, they went up beating Miami. I guess Miami had some uh, had uh, they were in a hunt for a playoff spot, and unfortunately they didn't get it, but. I got Buffalo in first place. Um, I don't see a whole lot wrong with that team. I think their only weakness right now is on the pass rush. They don't have, they don't have a, a notable edge rusher. They kind of finished mid tier in terms of sacks. Uh, they were one of the best pass defenses in the league last year. Run defense was okay, um, but they, I think they got exploited when they don't have a pass rush. They don't, put, they don't rush the quarterback enough. Um, they're, they're their front seven do most of the dirty work, and then the back, and then the back four, uh, or if they go into nickel, they have their uh, they have those guys do the work. But yeah, Buffalo, I got them finishing first. I had them win the uh, going to the playoffs. I have them with a home game in the first round. Uh, Miami has second. I think Miami's going to take a little bit of a back step this year. Uh, they don't have Fitzpatrick back. They got really aggressive during the draft. They got really aggressive in. I wouldn't say they get very aggressive in free agency, but they got really aggressive in the draft. They collected a whole mess of draft picks, and they have a future. They have a future draft picks to work with, thanks to their trade with San Francisco. That saw uh, San Francisco move up to three, pick Trey Lance, and Miami. They they're standing pat with Tua. I think they took a small step back because it's Tua's first full season. He didn't fi- he didn't start and finish a game all last year because Brian Fitzpatrick was in most of the games. Uh, whenever Tua started, he got yanked. They put Fitzpatrick in. I think that's gonna. I think I think he's gonna. He, he's got to mature as a quarterback somehow. If you give him time, he's gonna he's gonna he's gonna blossom. If you don't give him time, he's gonna he's gonna he's gonna fold. Um, I mean, defense is a great is a very good defense. Um, but I just see him taking a step back because just because of how Tua might Tua Taylor Violoa might do. New England, I don't have them going in the playoffs again. Uh, I think Mac Jones will be all right. Uh, he's basically the starter now in New England. Uh, every New England Patriots fan is uh, has been just about just about orgasming <laughs> from his play, and they think he's, they they consider him the second coming of Tom Brady from uh, from my judgment. My judgment, they consider him that. I think he's going to struggle his rookie season based on the fact that he, when he played in the preseason, it was mostly against second and third string quarterbacks. Same thing with Zach Wilson in New York. Um, I think the Jets, their ceiling for wins, I think, is seven. For New England, I think their, their, win, their ceiling is nine. Their basement is six. With the Jets, I think, I think their ceiling is seven. Their basement is four. Now, I do want to say something about my New York Jets. Um, if 
they failed to score 30 points in any game last year. Uh, and I have a standing bet that if I, if the Jets score more than 30 points in a game and they win, I'm going to drink hard seltzer. So I'll say this. If they score 30 points in a game and they win, I'll drink a hard seltzer on air. If they, if they score more than 40 points and they win, I'll do two hard seltzers. If they score, if they go up to the playoffs, if they went up winning 10 games and they were a wild card team, I'll not drink one seltzer. I'll not drink two seltzers. I will drink three hard seltzers and I will eat an impossible burger live on this show. <laughs> now that's not to say I don't believe in my jets, but you know, it's, it's a tall order for them to make the playoffs this year, but I think they'll get there eventually. All right, AFC Central, five minutes go. Uh, I got Cleveland finishing first in the division. I got Baltimore, Pittsburgh, Cincinnati. Cleveland, they are arguably the most complete team in that division. They have they took they took Kansas City to the brink last year. And in that when Patrick Holmes got hurt, Cleveland got their got their courage up and they, they fell so hard, far behind in that in that in that playoff. I think they learned a lot from that playoff. They've got a very good coach. They've got they got a guy who a quarterback is um, backs up his talk with his play. They've got a great running game. They've got talented receivers. They have one of the best O lines in the in the league. They've got one of the best defensive lines in the league, and that's with Miles Garrett on one side and Jadavian Clowney on. The other side at edge. Uh, now, I think I'm <laughs> Javian Clowney. I think has to be motivated to be the, for the fact that he's going to be on a Super Bowl caliber team. And I think Cleveland's a Super Bowl caliber team. And it's 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 an interesting thing to say because it's Cleveland, and we know Cleveland's history with the Browns, especially, and Cleveland sports history. We know about their his sports history, but. They haven't been to an NFL championship since 1960, and that that friend that city wants to see another title. Um, no, 60 or 63. I can't remember the exact year, but I know it was in the 60s. But that city is starved for to go to the Super Bowl. They're starved for a football championship. Yeah, the Cavs won back in 2016. Finally, broke the the, the Schneid. They cleaved up the Schneid uh, that. They, they did what the Indians and the Browns, I'm sorry, like the gladiators, <laughs> the Glindians, the Glindians, I'll call them the Glindians. Um, but the, what the Indians and the, and the Browns couldn't do, but I think Cleveland has enough to, uh, to, to go not only win the division, but also go to the Super Bowl. Baltimore second place. I think they do just enough to get into the playoffs. I think people get their, <sighs> So many people get their get their get their get their backs up when people criti- when others criticize Lamar Jackson. And I think Lamar Jackson's a decent quarterback. He's he's Greg Roman has, and John Harbaugh have created a system that suits his that suit his skills. But I want to see him th- attack the field down. I want to see him attack the field with a long pass this year. I think he's capable of doing so uh, with the glut of receivers he has and Baltimore's defense is always going to be in the conversation. Um, but 
I, I think Lamar Jackson is going to his. It's very. I think his career arc is starting to go like Cam Newton's, where he'll eventually reach the Super Bowl, and as soon as he reaches the Super Bowl, his the arc of his career starts to go down a bit, and his skills deteriorate because he's taken a beating so much. And with Lamar Jackson's size, he's not as big as Cam Newton, so he's going to get beat up a lot. But I think Baltimore still makes the playoffs. Pittsburgh, I think they'll be close to the playoffs. Ben Roethlisberger, uh, he has decent protection. He's still got receivers with Claypool and Schuster, Smith Schuster. He's got a capable running. And now, it just all that matters is that they get the running game back. And I think Najee, the, the fact that they picked Najee Harris, that they stole, I think they stole Najee Harris in the first round of the of the uh, NFL draft this year. He's going to be workhorse in the backfield. He's going to take a lot of the carries. He's, he's going to be the first dynamic running back they're going to have since Le'Veon Bell. Uh, if Le'Veon Bell had not held out i think he might still be there but uh, i think there uh, Najee harris is leaps and bounds a better running back than Le'Veon bell obviously uh at this point in Le'Veon bell's career um but with their 11-0 start and then then he fell flat in their faces backed into the playoffs last year then got absolutely beaten down by cleveland before trying to make a comeback and then eventually just got smoked um I think Ben Roethlisberger's time is running out. They don't have a they don't have a contingency plan for quarterback Dwayne Haskins. Eh. But I think their windows closing in terms of trying to make it a Super Bowl. Cincinnati, they're so bang that it's all the stuff they do is just so Bengals. They, they Joe Burrow's back, great. They got Jamar Chase at running court, running back, great. But they can't protect him. They can't protect Joe Burrow. He took a beating. Obviously, you saw what Chase Young did to his turn his knee inside out last year and the Bengals are the Bengals. So we'll go with, we'll just leave it at that. All right. Five minutes. AFC South, Tennessee, Indianapolis. I got, this is how I have at, in my, in my, uh, my standings. I got Tennessee. I got Indianapolis and I got Jacksonville and I got Houston, Tennessee. I think is the, They'll win by default, and I only say that because of all of Indianapolis's, all of the Colts' injury problems. For some, uh, this injury bug has just killed, <laughs> killed the Colts. I think it killed their Super Bowl chances. Uh, when Carson Wentz, when they announced that Carson Wentz had a list frank fracture and a sprained foot, I don't know how long he'll be out for. They've got Jake Eason at quarterback. But they have a decent enough running game. But anyway, going back to Tennessee, I think Tennessee has just enough to take the division. I think they beat. I think they take the division in the last game, uh, last week of the season. I think they'll do just enough um, with Derrick Henry as running, uh, doing the work, all the stuff at running back he does. They're going to miss Corey Davis. I think Julio Jones fills in fine for Ryan Tannehill. The one thing they need to avoid, though, the one thing they need to avoid. It's COVID because they got so much trouble last year and their troubles have carried over into this year. Mike Vrabel, he was in the COVID. He, he caught COVID. Ryan Tannehill also got the uh, positive for COVID. So if they can avoid COVID in the, next, in the first couple weeks of the season, I think they'll do okay. They've got a pretty, and they've got a pretty tough schedule. So does Indianapolis. My goodness. And Indianapolis, I think can be a Super Bowl contender, but they just can't. They just can't get over injuries at key positions. And their defense is going to be very good. 
their offense is going to be good so long as Jonathan Taylor stays healthy. Uh, once Carson Wentz comes back and he he flourished under Jack uh, under uh, Frank Reich's under Frank Reich when Frank Reich was quarterback coach and offensive coordinator in Philadelphia, and I think they're reuniting is going to help Carson Wentz because Carson Wentz finally has a lineup to protect him. <laughs> I mean, I saw Carson Wentz on the ground so much last year that I thought he was going to, I thought he was going to be, he's going to grow. He's going to grow flowers. That's how often I saw him on the ground last year because the Eagles could not protect him. So he'll have much better protection. The, the Colts have built such a strong line on both offense and defense. It's, 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 they can rush the quarterback and they can stop the run. But I just, again, it's injuries. It's injuries. Always going to come down to injuries. And once the lines, once once the depth starts to go down, when there's injuries, um, sometimes that snowball is tough to stop. <laughs> I, can, I remember last year with the Jets. Same thing happened with them. Same thing happened with the Jets in twenty four in 2019 too. So once the injuries start to snowball, things can get a little bit rough. Indianapolis, I think, has enough to has enough to to make it through the season. But I think they'll, like I said, I think that I think the AFC South will come down to the final week of 2020 or 2021. And third, I've got Jacksonville just based on the fact that they actually have a quarterback now. Um, Trevor Lawrence can do a lot, but Jacksonville doesn't have a lot on defense. I can't that defense that was Saxonville back in 2017, 2016 and 2017, when they took the Patriots to the brink in the AFC championship game. Then after that, it was just, it's just, it was just downhill. They traded Jalen Ramsey. They, they, uh, Marlon Mack, Marlon Mack is the only mainstay from that team. And he was hurt last year. So, or I'm sorry, Jalen, Jalen Jack, not Marlon Mack, Marlon Mack's on the, in the Colts, Jalen Jack. Is like is he? I think he's basically the only mainstay from that 27, 2018 roster that took the Patriots to the brink, and like no one survived. <laughs> um, Jacksonville did enough in free agency to give to give T- Trevor Lawrence some help. Uh, Marvin Jones is a capable receiver, but they their defense is just awful. It's awful. Speaking of awful, Houston, if they don't get the Sean Watson back, they go 0-17. I, I just you said you heard it here first. You heard it here. Well, you may have heard it somewhere else, but I think you I think Houston is such a is such a mess right now. Oh yeah, first year head coach. I think they're gonna start a rookie at quarterback with the Sean Watson out and all his legal troubles. They've been so decimated. At every position, I think they go 0 and 17. That's just me. I, I, I could be proven wrong. All right. So, AFC West, set the clock, five minutes. I've got the LA Chargers finishing in first place in the AFC West. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. 
Center. Listen, if you're always running to the bathroom and sometimes just can't make it, we need to talk. You're not alone. I was just like you until I spoke to an expert physician about axonics therapy. It changed everything. It didn't just give me bladder control, it gave me my life back. Axonics therapy is not another drug. It's just a tiny device you barely have to think about. And it can give you real, lasting relief. You can even try it out first to make sure it works for you. Just take the first step. Get started at findrealrelief.com. That's findrealrelief.com. It's time to get your life back. Consult a bladder specialist to find out if axonics is right for you. Results and experiences may vary. Risks can result from axonics therapy that may require surgical intervention. Available by prescription only. For more information about safety and potential risks, go to findrealrelief.com. There's your surprise. <laughs> There's your surprise. I got Kansas City finished. I got LA Chargers finishing first. I have the Chiefs finishing second, just right behind them. Las Vegas Raiders in third, Denver last. All right, let's start with the Chargers. They have, I mean, Justin, I mean, that team was such a roller coaster last year but with Anthony Lynn as their, as their head coach. It was kind of a bummer that he got let go, but I think a lot of Charger fans are happy uh, that there's a, there's going to be some consistency in there with Braylon, with uh, Brandon Staley as their head coach. Uh, he brings over a wealth of defensive knowledge from his DC days in uh, in across town with the Rams. <laughs> he helped turn that defense into an elite defense. Now, granted, uh, the Chargers don't have Aaron Aaron Donald, but they do have uh, one of the Bosa brothers, Nick Bosa. Was no Nick Bosa, Tony Anthony Bosa. I can't remember which one. I think Nick Bosa plays for San Francisco, but one, they have one of the. No, Joey Bosa. Joey Bosa. Okay. So they have Joey Bosa. And I think, and I just, they have a stellar defense. And they got all their defensive start. They got the defensive stars coming back. Any holdovers who didn't play in 2020 because of COVID, they got them coming back. Justin Herbert, he's got some protection. He's got Aaron Eckler back at running back. They've got talented, talented receivers. They're, that offense is going to be explosive this year, and they're going to score a lot of points. And I think their defense is talented enough that they can stop. They make the stops at the right time. So I think, and and it's going to come down in the last couple of weeks of the season, I think the Chargers take the division. And you got Kansas City. Been in the, they've been in the AFC Championship three years in a row. They... Ran away with the AFC Championship last year, and they got absolutely skunked. Their offense got absolutely skunked in the Super Bowl. And for a Kansas City team in this modern era to only score nine points in the Super Bowl was was incredible. And Todd Bowles had a masterful game plan, but let's get back to the Chiefs. <laughs> let's not focus on the past. Let's focus on right the now. Um, they did just enough to shore up their offen- their offensive line. They needed more protection. They were very thin at the line at offensive line last year. They fixed those issues, but they have a tough schedule. They have a pretty tough schedule. So I think, I think that if they get swept by the Chargers, uh, that will be not only surprising, but it will also mean that they finish in second place. And I think they finish in second in the in the West. Las Vegas Raiders. There, I can't get a read on them. <laughs> I honestly can't get a read on the Raiders. 
um, they make so many good choices at during the draft, but for some reason they just can't seem to get the talent together. They've got Henry Ruggs. They got speed to kill on the outside. They've got uh, Jacobs at running back. David Carr, question mark at quarterback. You've seen so many times that he's been on the trading block or thought to have le- to be leaving town. Ship him off in a, in a crate somewhere and put him in put him somewhere. Um, is it the quarterback to lead them? I don't know. Um, it's up to John Gruden. Their defense, they're I guess they're okay. <laughs> Their defense is okay, but I still think I think I still think they finished third. I think their ceiling for wins is going to be nine, and their floor is going to be six. Denver, oh boy, if they don't get if they don't land, if they don't do something with their quarterback situation, I think John Elway is going to be is going to be gone. I think they have so much they have so much speed at receiver. With Jerry Judy and um, I can't remember the other guy's name all of a sudden. Um, Cortland Sutton. Cortland Sutton, Melvin Gordon in the backfield, Noah Fant at tight end. They got Bradley Chubb at the uh, Von Miller on defense, but I just, uh, and Vic Fangio just is just not the coach. And I think it's going to come back to their, come up to their quarterback play. Neither Drew Locke nor Teddy Bridgewater are the answers at quarterback. I think John Elway. I think they'll be in the surprise. I think they'll be the surprise team to pick up Deshaun Watson, but it won't be a, it won't be this season at any time. It'll be probably at the end of that. I'll probably be a. It'll probably be next season before free agency begins. But if, if even if John Elway doesn't make that trade, I think he's gone. All right, moving on to the NFC East. Five minutes on the clock and goo. I have the Washington Red Team because <laughs> because nobody calls because you can't say Redskins and football team is a lame name. I'm just gonna call them a Red Team. The Washington Red Team. I've got them finishing first. I've got Dallas finishing second. The Giants finishing third. Eagles, Philadelphia Eagles, I got finishing last place. All right. So Washington. Washington's gonna be a fun team this this year to watch this year. Their ceiling for wins, I've got them at 11. Their floor is going to be, I think it's nine. But they're so, going to be so much fun to watch. Their offense, quarterback, it's Ryan Fitzpatrick, great, but they've got Antonio Gibson in the backfield. They got Terry McClory, yeah, Curtis Samuel, Adam Humphreys, Logan Thomas is turning into a pre, uh, turning into a stud at, uh, at widers at tight end. Then there's their defense. 4-3 defense. Chase Young, Jonathan Allen, Darren Payne, Montez Sweat. They're going to bring the pain to every quarterback every single week. And that includes quarterbacks in the NFC East. And their defense, Ron Rivera is building something special in the nation's capital. And you know, <laughs> their quarterback situation, yeah, Fitzpatrick, if Fitzpatrick gets has trouble. They got Taylor Wineke who almost, who almost led the red team to advance in the wild card. They almost beat the, they almost came this close to being the Tampa Bay Buccaneers in the wild card. Taylor Wineke, he got, he got re-signed. He was their emergency quarterback, got re-signed, won their final game in 2020. They go to the playoffs. They almost beat the Buccaneers. 
but capable he's a capable backup XFL guy too, former XFL guy. All right, so I got Washington Red Team winning the division. Dallas will make it fun, but it's their defense. That defense, and Mike McCarthy's got to fix something with that defense very soon because that defense was abysmal last season. Abysmal. Yeah, they're going to have Dak Prescott's going to be back. Um, Zeke Elliott is going to get his juice back. Um, they're also at wide receiver with Cooper and Lamb and Gallup. But their defense, that defense, you know, with uh, with Lee retiring, they draft Micah Parsons. But I mean, he's the he's the future of the team. He's the future of the team at linebacker. But it's just I don't know. I don't know that. It's just I think their defense is going to do them in. They're going to score enough points, but I don't think they keep them off the board. The Giants, uh, the New York Giants, I got third place. Um, is Daniel Jones the answer at quarterback for the Giants? I mean, this is his third season. He's got two more seasons to prove that he's the guy for the Giants. He's going to have Saquon Barkley back in the backfield, but I don't think the Giants did enough in free agency or in the draft to – Give him enough weapon. Give him enough firepower in the passing game to assist with the running game. Saquon Barkley is going to get a lot of carries this year. He's going to get a lot of carries this year, but their passing game's got to improve. And I don't think I don't think the Giants have enough and and, and wide receiver and tight end to score enough points. Their defense is good. It's de- their defense is is a solid defense. They 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 went on a mini winning streak last year. They almost they almost uh, contended. They almost contended for the uh, uh, for the uh, for the for the division last year, but obviously slipped down because you know, they, they couldn't do enough on offense. So I think it's going to hinge on their offense. My ceiling for the Giants is eight. Actually, my ceiling for the Giants is nine. Their 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 ceiling is nine. Their floor or their basement is not is uh six. I think Joe Judge keeps his job, but they gotta work with Dan Gelman to get some offensive help for Daniel Jones. And then lastly, I've got the tire fire that is the Philadelphia Eagles young coach Jalen Hurts. They're gonna score. They're gonna score a lot of points too. They're gonna be fun to watch, but their defense is gonna be terrible, and they won't be able to protect Jalen Hurts enough to keep him upright. That's the problem they had with Carson Wentz and they didn't do much to improve on the offensive line. So oh, five minutes is up. So I think Philadelphia finished at the bottom. Um, if they can put the right things together with Nick Sirianni as their head coach, uh, their ceiling is eight. Their floor, I think is five, maybe four. And hopefully my Jets finally beat them this year in the regular season. But it's never happened. I've never seen that happen. All right. NFC Central. We're going to start the clock five minutes. In order, I've got Green Bay finishing in the division by default because it's Green Bay. Minnesota finishing second. Chicago third. Detroit last because it's Detroit. Sorry, Mike Brown. Uh, so let's start with Green Bay. All is forgiven in Green Bay, apparently, with Aaron Rodgers and that soap opera that lasted from the NFL draft up until the up until training camp started. Um, 
He says he wants more input in, in the personnel in their offense. Um, you're not Tom Brady, dude. I mean, I, I get it. You you want more help. You want to give your input on on personnel for the offense. I get it. But you're not Tom Brady. You don't have seven rings. You've got one ring. It's more than I have. <laughs> I don't have a Super Bowl ring. Um, but you have one ring. And in all the NFC championships you've been to, you can't get to the big game. You've only done it once. And unless you do it again, you don't have any say. I mean, you have a little bit of say in the offense and who you should bring in, but you don't have any say in who you bring in. And it's up to the GM's job. But again, Packers win a division by default. They went they were in the top seed in the NFC last year. I don't think they'll be the top seed in the NFC this year. Um, but they'll do enough to win the they'll they'll do and they'll take the division in spades. I think their ceiling is twelve, their floor is ten. That's saying something because their defense is really good. They got two edge rushers who can you know who are elite. <laughs> Let's put it that way. They're elite. They're an elite group of that that, that defense is excellent. And they got the pass rush with Dean Lowry. Kenny Clark, they got Kenny Clark, Kingsley Kiki, and Preston Smith. That defense is going to give opposing offenses trouble, especially if I was a quarterback. Minnesota, this is a make or break year for Mike for Mike Zimmer. It's also a make or break year for uh, uh, Kirk Cousins. <sighs> Minnesota overpaid him, <laughs> overpaid him by a lot, and he hasn't come through. And he had the whole drama with the vaccination thing, which I'll. If I have enough time, I'll get to that. I have my opinions on that. Um, Dalvin Cook is going to carry that offense literally. Um, Van Jefferson is going to do his thing uh, with the with the receiving. I think he'll be the number one receiver this year. And they lose Irv Smith Jr. to. Uh, Sorry, Justin Jefferson, not Van Jefferson. Justin Justin Jefferson. He's the number. He's obviously their number one target. Um, they pick up Chris Herndon for my Jets for a draft pick because Irv Smith's gone. Their defense is is good, um, but it's just they got to figure stuff off on offense. I think if if Dalvin Cook if Dalvin Cook does Dalvin Cook things, I think the Vikings will take a playoff spot. If they're Passing offense can't complement him. I think it's going to be a long season in Minnesota. I think Mike Zimmer is going to part ways with the Vikings at the end of the season. Ceiling for the Vikings, I think, is 10. Their floor is 7. All right, moving on to the Bears. Go Bears. Um, Great defense. Matt Nagy needs to calm his ego a little bit when it comes to quarterbacks. Now, they pick up Andy Andy Dalton. Dalton Bridge, I call him because he's a bridge quarterback. We should make that into a t-shirt. Dalton Bridge. Uh, because he's a bridge quarterback. Because Justin Fields. I think Justin Fields will get the reins in as early as week four. That's only if Dalton can't do anything with that offense. 
Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18+. plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. It's gonna be Matt Nagy's call, but I think the fans are gonna I think the fans are gonna ask for his head if they don't put Justin Fields sooner in sooner than later. And I think if Dalton struggles early, he'll he'll get his chance. He'll get a shot. Detroit Lions are going to be only going to be entertained because of the dichotomy between head coach Dan, Dan Campbell, who is a freak, and and Jared Goff, the quarterback. I can't say much after that about the Lions because I don't know a whole lot about them. I know they got Panay Sewell, who's going to be a generational t- generational left tackle. He's going to be the anchor. He's going to be the linchpin of that offensive line. After that, there's not much I can say about the Lions. <laughs> and I got a couple of seconds to say stuff about them, but I think Dan Campbell is going to be the only entertaining thing on that team this year. It's a big change. It's a big change from, from Matt Patricia which I know is a big deal. He's back with New England as a consultant, but um, Dan Campbell is going to be at least his, at least his press conferences more, his press conferences will be more entertaining than what happens in the field for the lions. Okay. Moving on to the NFC South five minutes, please. And you've got, I've got Tampa Bay finishing first, New Orleans, finishing second, Carolina, third, Atlanta, fourth. So Tampa Bay, um, they're in Mulan Labe mode. And if you haven't seen 300, if you don't know about the 300 in Thermopylae, if you've never seen the movie, if you've never read the tale, basically it's come and take them. Come and take us. Come and take our title. And the and the freaky thing is, all 22 starters from that team return this year. All 22. I'm going to repeat that, I'm going to repeat that with emphasis. All 22 starters from last year's roster return this season. That's unprecedented. And that makes Bruce Arians' job a hell of a lot easier. <laughs> because they went on that playoff run. They finished they finished second in the South. They go on that they got on that playoff run that from a wild card. They beat Washington. They beat New Orleans. They beat Green Bay. And they absolutely smash Kansas City in the Super Bowl at home, which has never been done. So obviously, having Tom Brady as a quarterback produces magic. Some say it might be dark magic. We don't know. But, excuse me for one moment. I've, uh, I'm at the tail end of my cold and I've got a little runny nose. But anyway, I think Tampa Bay does it again. I think Tampa Bay returns. I think they win a division. They win a division this year. And I think they return to the Super Bowl. I'm just, I'm just telling you right now. I think they've got, they've, you don't see many teams returning every single starter, especially in the in the in the in the salary cap era. You don't see every team returning every. You don't see any. It's oh, it's just amazing. It's amazing. I know if my, I know if my buddy Gaz Tom Gazlaski, he's listening or watching, he'll be like, yeah, let's go Bucks, let's go. But no, you don't see that. You don't see that in this era ever. All twenty-two starters returning on both offense and defense, and both sides of the ball. Incredible. All right, New Orleans. Let's talk about the, the Saints. Um, 
I think Jameis Winston has an incredible year. And I think they get to the wild card. Their defense is good. Um, they're gonna miss Mike Thomas. He's in the he's in the player, he's in the pup list first. He's, he's out for the first six games, but they've got Alvin Kamara. They'll do just enough on offense. I think that their defense is obviously pretty stellar. Um you know, their their defense is is still a solid defense. We got one of the better secondaries in the league. And I think I think New Orleans I think people are are falling are sleeping on the on the Saints. That's a shame because I think they're I think they'll go back to the playoffs this year. I think they'll go back to they'll go back to the playoffs. All right. So finishing up in the in the South, I've, Carolina is a watch Carolina. Watch out for Carolina. I only say that because I'm not saying that because Sam Donald is now their quarterback. I'm only saying that because their defense is good. But if Sam Donald stays healthy and can work with Joe Brady and just whip that ball around, throw he's got ample targets in Robbie Anderson. He's got. Christian, he's got Christian McCaffrey. He, he didn't have the same running. He didn't, he didn't. Okay. If you've got Christian McCaffrey in your backfield, you don't have to worry about anything else when you're a quarterback because you have that complimentary running back finally to help you out. And you've got Chubba Hubbard as, his, as his, in the second in the depth chart. Chubba Hubbard, second in the depth chart. Chubba Hubbard was an amazing running back at, at Oklahoma State. But you've got those two. You've got Robbie Anderson. You've got DJ Moore. Got Dan Arnold at tight end. Solid defense that Matt Rule's building. I think a lot of people are sleeping on Carolina, and they could be they could they could go to the end and surprise a lot of teams. They could contend for a wild card spot. Then you got Atlanta. The Arthur Smith era has begun. They've got Kyle Pitts at tight end. I think he's going to win. I think he'll win Rookie of the Year, barring anything awful happening. Uh, Matt Ryan won't have Julio Jones anymore, but Kyle Pitts can definitely be his number one target. Um, they had an okay running game. I think Arthur Smith is going to build something special in Atlanta, but it's not going to happen this year. You know, there's not many rookie rookie head coaches that win in, in win in year one, unless you're Barry Switzer. <laughs> oh my! Oh wait, he didn't win the Super Bowl in his first year. Anyway, so yeah, that's my order. Finally, I've got the I've got the NFC West. Final division in this preview, five minutes on the clock. I have Seattle winning first place. I've got the Rams winning second place in second place, San Francisco third, Atlanta in last. All right, let's start with Seattle. And here the thing with Seattle is Pete Carroll just he knows how to build. He knows how to find draft picks that are that are slightly they're pretty special. DJ DK Metcalf being one of them. Drafted Russell Wilson. Puts together a good defense. Um, I think signing Jamal Adams will come back to bite them because they give him way too much money for what he what he produces, which is not many interceptions. I mean, yeah, he's a good he's a good hybrid for that defense as a safety and linebacker as a safety and linebacker, but you don't see him turn you don't see him producing a lot of turnovers, although he creates havoc, which is fine. I mean, for as a New York Jet, I saw him do that for the first couple of years of his of his season of his uh, career. Um, I think they got some questions at running back. 
Um, Chris Carson's coming back great, but um, got to get the future at running back. Uh, Russell Wilson's going to be, you know, we had that little bit of that drama in the, <laughs> yeah, a little bit of that drama in the off season. People are saying, you know, the rumors going around saying, oh, he's going to, he's going to, Russell Wilson's going to be traded. He's going to Chicago. And it's like, no, he's not. Seattle, the city of Seattle would riot. You think Chaz Chop was bad? The entire city would burn <laughs> if they traded Russell Wilson. Because you know who his backup is? His backups are? Second on the depth chart, Geno Smith. Third, Jake Luton. Not good. I mean, their offense is going to do just enough. Their defense is going to be pretty good. Carlos Dunlap, Bobby Wagner, very good, very good linebackers. Pete Carroll puts together a heck of a three-four scheme. They'll they'll do just fine. Um, but again, it may, it may be one of those divisions. It's going to be another one of those divisions that come down to the last week. The Rams. I hate the fact that the Rams are they continue to mortgage their future. They don't have another first-round pick till twenty twenty-four. Jalen Ramsey was brought in at the cost of two first-round picks. Matthew Stafford was brought in at the cost of two first-round picks plus Jared Goff. He's gonna he's gonna excel in Sean McVay's system. Um, I still question Sean McVay's coaching at times. Um, even with the pull, the get guy, <laughs> the get guy next to him who has to pull him back from the sideline. Um, running backs, kind of a question mark. Good receivers, good tight ends, good line to protect him. Matt Stafford won't get as beat up as he did in Detroit. I think the Rams still. I think the Rams take a. Uh, they take a. They take a wild card berth. Uh, their defense is going to be awesome again. Uh, Aaron Aaron Donald, if he stays healthy, I think they go farther than a lot of people think they go. They'll just finish. They'll finish just behind Seattle, I think, in the standings. Um, but I think they go far in the playoffs. They won't. They won't beat Tampa Bay, but they'll go far in the playoffs. San Francisco is going to be one of those question mark teams. They're going to be scary. Scary in the fact that they have they're fully healthy again. Um, but. And everybody's and even the most those pundits, every pundit says it's going to come down to whether Jimmy G can um, is the guy at the quarterback. And that's why they draft. <laughs> and that's why they drafted uh, Trey Lance. But you got Eric Armstead back. You've got Nick Bosa back. Come back from those catastrophic knee injuries against at MetLife Stadium last year. You got a second year of Javon Kinlaw. You've got a pretty, pretty good, you know, pretty good secondary. You know, they'll miss uh, Richard Sherman, but they got a pretty good secondary. The off offense is going to be, the offense is only going to be a good. The offense will only be as good as their quarterback takes them, whether it's going to be Jimmy G or Trey Lance. All right, and finally, I've got Arizona last. Arizona is going to contend for a wild card spot, but I don't think they have enough in terms of defense. Their secondary is a little bit, eh. Patrick Peterson's getting a year older. Sure, they signed J.J. Watt to help their pass rush with with uh, with um, with Chandler Jones. Their offense is going to put up points. It's just going to, it's just going to come down to what the defense does. And I don't think their defense does enough to help them win games. They'll win games, I think, but it's going to be like, 35-30 games. <laughs> so, 
All right. So that's it for the divisions. I am quickly running out of time. Oh, wait. No, I'm not. Okay. So let me get to my playoff predictions. My playoff predictions are as such in the AFC Championship game, I've got Kansas City at Cleveland. In the NFC Championship, I've got the Rams at Tampa Bay. My Super Bowl in Los Angeles at SoFi Field will be Cleveland Browns, Tampa Bay Buccaneers. I think Tampa Bay repeats. They'll do just enough to repeat. It'll be a very close game. But I think Tom Brady, again, that black magic he has, pulling off at the end. All right, so I am quickly running against the clock. Let me go ahead and play one more commercial, then I'll wrap things up here for a round for the weekend. I'm sorry, not for a round for the weekend. (laughs) Oh, my God, I'm going back for uh, NCR Friday Happy Hour. Let me just play this one commercial. We'll come back, and we'll wrap up the show. What's going on, sports fans? This is Dan made of the MD's Fantasy Football Podcast, and I'm here to talk to you about Manscaped, where they want to let you know that the summer is here, but are you ready to unveil your beach bod? You're in luck. Our friends at Manscaped just launched their fourth-generation performance package, which includes the Lawnmower 4.0. You heard that right, the 4.0. Compliment your dad bod or six-pack with a trim from the leaders in male grooming. The sun is shining and calling your name, fellas, so join the two million men worldwide who trust Manscaped and get ready for a hot guy summer by going to manscaped.com for 20% off and free shipping when you use the promo code BELLYUPFANTASY. Again, that's 20% off and free shipping when you use the promo code BELLYUPFANTASY today. All right, folks, it's going to wrap things up here at the happy hour. No Christmas required Friday happy hour presented by Belly Up Sports in association locally in the Albany area with Godzilla Media. And once again, I want to remind you about our social media handles, which are right down here below. Twitter and Instagram, at BellyUpNCR, Facebook.com forward slash BellyUpSportsNCR, and on YouTube, no credentials required. I hope you'll go back and listen to the podcast form, which I recorded on Wednesday, which I recorded and dropped on Wednesday with my really good friend, James Pruch. Uh, who was my associate pastor here in the church I attend in Clinton Park, New York. Um, but he's doing ministry work in uh, Nebraska, and he's a Nebraska football fan. He's a Nebraska sports fan. Goes into his stuff. We talk about local sports, how local sports matter, because they do matter. No matter where you live, local sports matter. But anyway, I'm going to go watch some football. If you're listening on Unhinged Radio, if you're listening on Friday night, you're going to hear at 10 o'clock Eastern, Two Drunk Brothers for all your gambling, sports gambling needs. So again, folks, thank you for joining me on this week's edition of No Credentials Required Happy Hour. We will see you next week. Until then, have a safe and happy Liberty Day weekend. Cheers, everyone. courtesy of Joseph McDade. Check him out on supporters music at patreon.com forward slash Joseph McDade. Be sure to rate, share, and subscribe on multiple podcast platforms, including Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Spreaker. No credentials required as a Belly Up Sports Podcast Network production in association with Godzilla Media.
Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With the new Chevy Silverado, you might be driving in this... But with the Silverado's redesigned interior and large infotainment screens, it'll feel more like this. Introducing the new 2022 Chevy Silverado. Find new upgrades. Find new roads. Chevrolet. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. 